Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome, Katie, to the podcast. How are you today? Hey, Bethany. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. It's beautiful out. It's spring has sprung here in New Jersey, so yes, get much better after a long winter. Uh, here in Indiana, it's going to be 75 today, so I'm super excited. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> so Katie, why don't you tell everyone about yourself and how many kiddos you have? I'm a mom of four. Um, uh, my boy, I have all boys. Um, yes, it's true. Uh, some of us are in the minority. Um, <laughs> four boys, they are range in age. My oldest is eight and a half and my youngest is one and a half. Um, and there's two, two in the middle. So, um, <laughs> we're busy. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I'm also a boy mom. I only have two. So, <laughs> so far, <laughs> so far. Yeah. Who, who knows if that journey is going to continue? Maybe <laughs> every time my mom friends with a couple boys text me, they're like Katie dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, you don't even have to say it. You're pregnant again. You're having another boy. I know it. It's happened twice with two of my best friends. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just- yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I have another one, it's just going to be a boy. I mean, don't even hope for a girl. It's just going to be a boy. Yeah. <laughs> So why don't you go ahead and tell us how your breastfeeding journey went? Yeah. So, um, I breastfed all of my boys for a year. Uh, it was kind of a goal, a loose goal that I set for myself, um, with my first and kind of once we hit that mark, um, I decided that in my subsequent, you know, chilled with my children, children, I was going to aim for that as well. Um, my first son, you know, you're, you go in really blind to your first labor and delivery and we delivered, we lived in California at the time we delivered, um, um, at UCSD Medical Center, which is a baby first hospital. So although I worked with a mid uh, a OB, the whole vibe of the hospital was very, um, you know, skin to skin, um, breastfeeding positive, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my first introduction to it. A lactation consultant came by, um, helped me, helped us latch. But as a new mom, I didn't really know what to expect. And my son, they gave me a nipple shield to kind of help, um, with breastfeeding at the beginning. And I use that thing all year. Okay. Nobody ever said to me, you know, you're, the goal is to wean this, like there's a way to transition out of this. And that was kind of, uh, um, you know, something that we used and it worked for us. Um, and then when I went into my second, childbirth experience, I started to really get a lot more connected with the resources out there for new moms, um, new mom support groups, lactation support groups, all the things I, you know, learned baby wearing and all of the, Mm -hmm. all the things that I didn't know the first time around. And so I approached that breastfeeding journey with a little more knowledge, a little more confidence. Um, and then by my third, I kind of felt like an old hat and my fourth, (laughs) I'm like on the run, you know, breastfeeding with Mm -hmm. one hand chasing Mm -hmm. a toddler around. Uh So um, there's a lot of knowledge and experience, but, um, yeah, there, yeah, I bred them, breastfed them each for a year. And while there were some similarities, there were some differences too, in each journey. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. What is one thing you wish you would have known about breastfeeding? 
Oh, man, I wish I would have known that it's an all in commitment. Um, Mm -hmm. When you exclusively breastfeed like I did, I am blessed to have been able to um, not return to the work traditional workforce um, Mm -hmm. after I had my kids. So we did a real attachment style parenting um, Mm -hmm. where we breastfed on demand basically around the clock for a year. Of course, each of the kids had different sleeping patterns and things like that. But when the baby cried, it was first put them on the boob and then, um, what goes on. And it really, you know, it's, it's an all in mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, it's a very, very taxing, um, relationship to be in. And, um, I feel like there's not a lot of language and communication about that. And I think there is a lot of expectation for moms to really kind of just power through that. And at sometimes, like, as I finally got into with my fourth, when I had three young kids and I was held myself to this bar of like, we're going to make it a year, we're going to make it a year. Mm-hmm. I started to hit real burnout when, um, of what my body was demanding of me, um, my sleep. And, um, I really wish that, you know, there was some just better support for new moms going Mm -hmm. into it. Um, Just across the board, I always say to my fellow moms uh, um, and anybody else who listen really that, (laughs) you know, you have a baby and and they kind of just throw it at you after you have it. And they're like, here you go. Good luck. And from every single angle, you have people telling you what you should and shouldn't do mm-hmm. and they have their opinions and what works best for your family is not going to be what works best for every family. And, um, you know, it's kind of like you're the blind leading the blind sometimes is what it felt like. And, um, breastfeeding really had a lot of that as well with, um, ties and having my kids like looking into getting tongue tie procedures and lip tie yeah. procedures, and then having them, you know, grow into their mouths and kind of just going through that. Um, my third son was born right before the pandemic started. So that added an additional layer um, because a lot of that immediate postpartum support of breastfeeding support groups and things like that kind of not became unavailable. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I just wish I knew, I wish there was easier um, access to support from other moms and other professionals. And I wish that it was communicated more to moms to um, find those services, access those services as new moms and um, as pregnant, you know, moms Mm -hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what I'm trying to do is help moms find that not every journey is the same um, and not, um, you know, not even every baby's the same and you are going to get thrown a lot of stuff. Um, I've also started doing free trainings every quarter. And so I have another one coming up in June and I try to have 20 different speakers talk on all different topics, um, to help mom find support and find someone, um, that connects with them because one sleep consultant, you may connect with great and one you might not. And so even on my pod or sorry, not on my podcast on these free trainings I'm doing, I also ask other breastfeeding specialists to come on because you might not connect with me. Um, and I don't do exclusively pumping, um, but I'm really good friends. Hi buddy with pump with purpose. And, um, that's all she does is exclusively pumping. And so I'd prefer you to go see her for her to, um, really speak into you what you need. Um, and I feel like the, the feminine energy of moms is really supportive in that way, where Mm -hmm. as society, we're really encouraged to prioritize like competition and being the best and being, Mm -hmm. you know, better than someone else and being, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, real protective of your Mm -hmm. services and your, Mm -hmm. and your uh, skills. And I feel like moms, we've realized there's a need for us to come together and, um, you know, help out. I recently, one of my 
many side hustles um, that I do. <laughs> I do um, concierge meal planning for busy families. And I awesome. recently um, put out a menu for postpartum. It's based on the wisdom and knowledge of the first yeah. first 40 days. So um, yeah. I have background in yeah. um, experience working with Chinese yeah. medicine. I'm a yoga instructor and things like that. And so awesome. it kind of blends, you know, the, this worldwide knowledge that if you look back, it doesn't matter if you're looking at India or Africa or China or, or the Middle East, they, they're treating their women in history, they treated them the same way, they fed them the same foods, they cared mm -hmm. for them the same way. And it was largely women caring for other women and supporting and helping other women through it. And so mm -hmm. when I had this idea to build this menu, I mean, of course I could have made it a $20 to download or even like three or $5 oh. to download, but I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what, this needs to, this information needs to be free. So I have it as a free download on my website. I do awesome. offer, um, compliment, uh, concierge, uh, virtual grocery shopping like service with it so that, awesome. um, you can uh, get, that's part of what I do as my concierge planning to help busy families just take one thing off their plate. So you can opt into purchasing the um, accompanying um, uh, grocery shopping with it, or you can just, you know, download the menu, pre even save the menu. My idea, again, behind making it free is just letting this knowledge become common knowledge and mm -hmm. sharing it with other moms and um, doulas and birth workers Dad. and things like mm -hmm. that. And oh. just, you know, letting everybody benefit Dad. from the knowledge because it needs to be out there. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Hi, buddy. You got something to share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My youngest product of boob juice. Yeah, good. You look healthy, buddy. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I, I think that's great, you know, and I think it is hard as a new mom to figure out, um, especially dinners at night. I call that the witching hour from four to seven and trying to, you know, make dinner for yourself and have a hot meal and also feed your baby. And then they want to continually nurse from four to seven. Um, and you're starving. Um, and so we're I think that <laughs> I, we're all hangry. Yeah. And it's okay if we all cry and I used his burp yeah, cloth yeah. and, you and know, more than once. <laughs> even just yesterday, I was listening to a podcast about, um, female hormone fluctuations mm -hmm. and the doctor that was on there was saying, you know, 4 PM is a common time for females to burn out just because mm -hmm. of the natural, um, sequence of our hormone cycles sure. and, and how our bodies work. And, um, I definitely have that. That when I, again, was kind of going through a burnout period, I realized that at 3, 4 p.m., I hit sheer and utter burnout. I put that on my visualization board for 2023 was just like no burnout. That was the number one thing I wanted to try and um, overcome this year because mm -hmm. that time of day specifically for me um, is very, you know, busy and yeah. overwhelming. And if I've been up, especially when I was nursing too, if I hadn't gotten a good rest or a, a long stretch of sleep that replenished my energy. I was, and I was fueling myself on coffee and yeah. then expectations. And then also having that nagging feeling in the back of my head, that's like, I want my body back. You know, I mm. want my sense of self back. Um, and I did hit that point in, um, every single breastfeeding journey around, you know, seven, eight, nine months when the baby became more mobile and you get and table food and you're like, can I just give him a pouch? And, um, I would say too, I kind of held myself to that one year marker arbitrary, completely mm. arbitrary. And I, I think that there are, is some damaging, you know, conversation out there among moms and these ideas of how long they want to breastfeed for and and um you know a lot of mental health stuff can come of setting yeah. your standards to a point and not meeting yourself and your body and your relationship where you're at and um, um this is the big 
I have a lot of mom friends who have ended up in like the three, you know, the the three cycle where they're being instructed by their doctor or pediatrician to, oh, just, just pump and breastfeed and offer the bottle and supplement. And so they're in these stuck in these cycles of like, as soon as I nurse, then I've got a pump and then I've got to feed. And, and I just wish that more moms were encouraged to do what is best for them. And for me, I had was blessed with some very little resistance on our breastfeeding journeys. Um, but, uh, I know that's not, you know, unfortunately the case for all moms and, um, we all have to kind of meet that spot where, you know, our bodies are, you know, we're doing what works best for us and and being able to show up like with patience and, and, um, (laughs) sorry, we're we're having a little anarchy over in our kitchen. It happens. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure you know how it goes. I do. This is real life mamas. This is what you get when they grow up and can move and talk. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, what was one of your favorite breastfeeding products you used? I, um, relied a lot on some great, like boppy type pillows. Mm. I always felt like I, I think maybe my anatomy felt like most comfortable in one specific nursing position on either side. So I used a nursing pillows, um, to kind of create that same, um, okay. You want an ice cube? Okay. That one's stuck to all the other ones. Can you get a cup for it? I'll try to get it out. I'll try to get it loose. Um, so yeah, I used um, breastfeeding pillows, a lot of uh, good support. Um, and that was pretty much it. I did use a Haka pump like to at the very beginning nursing days um, to catch the overflow on the other side. But once my um, pr- uh, production kind of regulated past week, like two or three, um, I kind of stopped using that. And I did not um, pump really or give my kids bottles. My second born was um, the only one who really got um, breast milk from a bottle ever. So I wouldn't say I have I have a lot of experience or, or like knowledge of pumping or anything like that, but the hot yeah. pump I did use. Okay. Second, let mommy finish your phone call, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, can you go ahead and let everyone know how they can connect with you? Yes. Thank you so much for your time, Bethany. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am at queen of the Swains. And um, from there, you can see the different soul offerings of mine, everything from um, concierge meal planning, yoga, um, and beyond. So I look forward to connecting and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Uh, super appreciate all your advice and tips for mamas. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.